This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. This is, this is, this is Greater Boston. So the bottom line is he likes to be baby Bjornborn when he's not eating, sleeping, or taking a bath. It might be hard on the back, but it's easy on the ears. He had a snack around 4.30, so he shouldn't be hungry until about 5.45 or 6, depending on how he's feeling. We've been pushing the solids lately, and there's some mashed peas, avocado, lentils, peaches. You can try to give him a couple of those, but make sure he wears a bib. In fact, it might be a good idea to just leave him in his diaper. It'll be easier to hose him down and PJ him up once he's done. And you might want to stand back after you slip him his plate. He likes to paint more than eat, and he's an abstract expressionist, Jackson Pollock style. (laughs) Healthy distance, got it. Bath after dinner, he has two rubber duckies, one's the mama, one's the baby. He likes the light blue washcloth to play with. You can use any of the other ones to suds him up. He hates getting his hair washed, so I just let that go for the night. You'll both be better off. Sounds good to me. Sometimes the water comes out super hot because the trains have been running extra hard all day, which can overheat the rail tank, so check the temp as the water comes out. And watch out for the occasional wee-wee fountain. Sometimes when he really gets going with those rubber duckies, he gets a little too comfortable and, well... Dodge the pee, geyser. Right. Okay. Okay. Bedtime. He reads five books in this order. Two lap books. You hold them on your lap when you read those, and they can be a little longer. Then put him in the crib for the night-night book. This can be a shorter board book. After that, he gets a secret book. Then a dessert book. And sometimes when he's really fussy, we toss in the super secret book. That one's optional, but if you don't read the other ones and in that order, he'll know. And he'll fuss. In that order? Two lap books, a night-night book, a secret book, and a dessert book. Super secret book optional. But I... He'll crawl to the mm. ones he wants to read, or he'll burp his preferences. Shrug if he burps, and he'll point to the ones he wants. He knows not everybody practices gastromancy. I, I certainly don't. Uh, okay, so, uh... Hit play on a CD player next to the bed. It can be played at a low volume, even if the train noise overpowers it. He likes the train noise. It helps him sleep. Skip the first song, though. He hates it. Make sure it starts on song two. Song two. Got it. Woohoo! What? Just just a Britpop joke. Um, if, if he wakes up, you can try rubbing his back in his crib. But if he stays super fussy, pick him up and rock him with him, cradled in your arms, back and forth, nice and hard. Harder than you might expect. Like this? More like this. Wow. Yeah, I know. That actually puts him to sleep? Um, nine times out of ten. What about the tenth time? Are we ever going to leave? She's putting a baby to bed, not landing a plane. I just feel like I'm forgetting something. I wrote all this down and put it on the fridge, along with emergency numbers and contacts, 
Poison control, choking prevention guide, red light and fire department numbers. Charlotte, our reservation is in 20 minutes, and there's a boycott in some cars thanks to your dear friend, Isabel Powell. Oh, oh, he likes us donkey. It really calms him down. If he gets really fussy, squeeze its butt. It makes this noise. What the hell kind of noise is that? Um, I think he's supposed to be sighing. Don't ask me. Gemma's mom gave it to us. Are we putting him up for adoption? It's dinner. She'll be fine. Let's go. Send us a text if you can think of it. Just wear him. He's fine when you wear him. Trust me, I don't know what the hell I'm doing most of the time, but the kid barely makes a sound when he's strapped in. You could take him for a walk if you want to. Go grab a drink if you need it. Whatever, no judgment here. We'll be fine, right, Monty? That's a yes. Just go have fun. Don't worry about us. Good luck, and thank you. And remember, this was your idea. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Don't mention it. Okay, Monty. What do you feel like doing? How about we play on the floor for a bit? Uh, or, Or not, or not. Back in your Bjorn you go. Tuesday, November 15th. 8 p.m. Don't, Don't trust, trust Phil. Phil? What? This? Come on. I don't hear from you for weeks and this is how you get at me? You schedule a message dissing my boyfriend who's gone and ghosted me? What? What, what is going on, Michael? You gotta give me more than that. Tuesday, November 15th, 8.05 p.m. Where are you? Where have you been? Come on, Phil, pick up. If you want to take off, fine, but at least I deserve is a... number has been disconnected. Of course it has. Well, I guess I have nothing better to do. I just gotta sit tight. Wait for one of these guys to show up. One of them has to eventually. Right, Monty? Do you... Do you feel like taking a bit of a walk? I know, Monty. This was a stupid idea. I've been over here eight times in the last seven days. (sighs) Haven't gone inside yet, though. I know, I shouldn't. But some of my stuff is in there, so if Phil never comes back, it's like... It's like he's stolen my stuff, right? And I have a right to get it back, don't I? Yeah, right. Right on. Alright, let's just try it. Okay. Maybe the back door. window? (gasps) What am I thinking? I'm not going to climb through a window with a baby strapped to me. There's got to be something here to make this trip worthwhile. Something I'm not noticing. Something that would give me some information about my apparently untrustworthy boyfriend who is completely ghosting me. Something I... Trash cans. I mean, this isn't horrible for you, is it? I've seen one of your moms do worse. I've seen one of your moms commit crimes, even. Wait, is it, 
is this a crime? No, no, it's an investigation. Yeah, I, I probably shouldn't be saying all this to you. But, but, but it's fun. It's a mess. Kids love messes, right, Monty? Yeah, that's the ticket. All right, let's dig this trash. Okay, let's see. Macaroni mold, CVS receipt scrolls, coffee grind ash heaps, chicken wing boneyard. What's this? Colonial Diddy Draft. December 16th, 1773. Patriots gather with boxes of tea tossed overboard to challenge the Brits. Crossed out taxes without rep, better expect a fit. Crossed out cat taxes to silence without getting shit. Too many syllables, too vulgar. Can't tax us into silence without a fit. Tax us into silence without a fit. Tax us into silence without a fit. Oh, you gotta be shitting me. Greater Boston is written and produced by Alexander Danner and Jeff Van Driesen with recording and technical assistance from Mark Harmon. Want to meet us in person? We'll be exhibiting at MICE, the Massachusetts Independent Comics Expo, October 21st and 22nd. And that will be your first opportunity to buy the official Greater Boston mini-comic with a story set between seasons one and two and featuring the art of our own Braden Lamb, who will also be at the show. In order of appearance, this episode featured Summer Unsen as Charlotte Lindsay Coolidge, Julia Propp as Luisa Alvarez, Lydia Anderson as Gemma Linzer Coolidge, James Oliva as Michael Tate, and Mike Linden as the Colonial Singing Telegram. Charlie on the MTA is recorded by Emily Peterson and Dirk Tidi. And a very big thank you to Bridget for all your support and generosity. You really help keep the show going. What's the donkey noise sound like? I can actually answer that. <coughs> I think I've got that donkey right here, even though <laughs> Jeff, wrote, Jeff wrote this bit. <laughs> and I was like, I know exactly ah. what donkey you're talking about. Based on a real donkey. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Jesters of Ravenloft is a new podcast being recorded on Twitch. It's D&D 5e, and we'd love to tell you about it, but we can't. Because seriously, the cast know nothing about what is going to happen. Adam McNamara is mystified. Del Borovic is baffled. Guy Bradford is bewildered. Tyler Hewitt is even more clueless than usual. And me, Ryan LaPlante, the DM, I'm the only person who knows what's going on. We're live on Twitch May 31st at 8.30 p.m. EST. And every Friday after our Wednesday night shows, we'll be dropping two episodes of Jesters of Ravenloft here. So get ready, subscribe, and soon you will be journeying into Ravenloft alongside our Jesters. Oh yeah, don't tell them about the whole Ravenloft thing. They really know nothing.